Today on the WISE 50 Over 50 Awards 2018 Atlantic Canada Edition, Linda Lowther of the Lowther Group. Linda Lowther spent 32 years in the education field, retiring as Assistant Deputy Director of Education and Early Childhood Development in PEI at the age of 55. She and her husband also owned tourism businesses for over 40 years. She started the Lowther Group at the age of 56 because she wanted to work on projects relevant to her interests and that would improve the lives of children and students, and particularly those in a minority language situation in the province of Prince Edward Island. Francophone community groups would look for expertise in research, strategic planning, especially in early learning or in trying to provide programs for newborns, training for educators, or preparing requests for funders. With a small Francophone population, there were few places to turn for consulting help and she was able to carve a niche for herself there. She also wanted to work on projects related to tourism. She had considerable experience as an entrepreneur and a volunteer in the industry and felt that she could bring her expertise to entrepreneurs, communities, or sectors in the field. I am Michael Boyd of Podcast Atlantic and I hope you find the information on this episode valuable. First of all, Linda, thanks for joining us. And if you could uh, just give me a little history about what uh, what your life was like before the the Lowther Group and uh, your current business. Okay, well, um, I was in education for 33 years as a teacher and in administration and retired from a government position as assistant at the Minister of Education. And at the same time, my husband and I tourism businesses, we had several accommodation businesses uh, that we were running, and um, when I decided it was time to move on from government, I still wanted to continue working and figured maybe I should get into the consulting business, so that's kind of my history in a nutshell. Okay, all right. And um, so you 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 spent a lot of time uh, in the tourism industry in on Prince Edward Island. Were there any challenges when that you had to overcome uh, dealing with that uh, kind of job? Well, in, in the tourism industry, there was a couple of challenges. First of all, we had never been in the accommodation business. Um, I had never been an entrepreneur before. Um, you know, didn't know anything about accounting. Excellent. Yeah, well, mentors are an important part for uh, any entrepreneur, no matter how old they are. How, how did you go about finding the correct mentor? Was there a secret to it, or did you, was it just repetitive, uh, you know, getting out there and trying? Thank you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, we, and you you talked about you know there was you know some hit and miss with finding a mentor, but for 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 most people who are looking for mentors, um, um, at least through my experience and and others uh, who have gone uh, through similar programs that I have, I've noticed that for the most part, people want to be helpful. So let's move on to your current uh, uh, business, uh, the the, the Lather Group. Um, how how did that come about? Uh, again, um, what, what what were your first steps? Now, what year did you start the company? Uh, 2011. Okay. I started the company, so I've been doing this for eight years. Eight years, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and if you don't mind me asking me, how how old were you when you uh, when you started the company? have support uh, in your company? Do you have staff or uh, you're it? Yeah.
Okay, now um, I uh, was doing a little reading on you, and I I noticed that some of the things that you offer, well, quite a few things that you offer, like policy development, community planning, uh, partnership development, um, all kinds of other uh, other uh, aspects uh, of of uh, helping out a company. Uh, if if a company is a brand new, uh, just starting out. Uh, are, you know, would you be someone that they they could come to, to for any help in developing um, uh, developing things that they're not completely aware of? Sure, I do that a lot actually in the tourism side. Um, if somebody was a farmer and wanted to start developing a food product, I might not be quite the person that they would want. I might help them create the steps, but I wouldn't have the connections or the background to help them. But on the tourism side, I have been doing some of that. Some new business owners who were either buying an existing business from somebody else or who were building a new tourism business. Um, I've done quite a bit of work with uh, new entrepreneurs in that area to support them. The things that they need to think about, from everything from regulation to HR practices to um, you know how you build relationships with the other operators in order to get referrals. You know. Okay. All right. Uh, moving forward, uh, do you have a um, uh, any sense of an exit strategy? Have you even thought about that, or is this, or is, is there some, is this something that you don't even you, you're just going to go until uh, until you finally decide that you, you don't want to work anymore? <laughs> Some of the other entrepreneurs that I've talked to uh, in this in this series, uh, I found that uh, for the most part, um, they were uh, looking at something that interested them, but maybe they didn't have that much experience with. And my question to them at the, was, you know, what kind of challenges did they have uh, as they were starting up? Now, um, you're you're pretty well kind of doing something that you were already doing. You've adapted it a, a bit. Now you're consulting. Uh, but did you did you find you had any uh, any big challenges or even small challenges j- just at the very you know in the months leading up and and those first few uh, months of business? Well, uh, look, I think for me the big thing was although I have in previous jobs hired consultants, I I didn't understand my own value. I didn't know what I could charge the work that I would do, and I, I didn't even know that you should really build and then time into your work. Like, uh, as a consultant, I would do the same thing 
But now, after eight eight years, uh, you've uh, you've mastered that. So those little details are something that you're prepared for every uh, every time you take on a contract, I suppose. That's, that's correct. Excellent, excellent. All right. Um, so uh, just uh, moving on to um, to the uh, Wise Fifty Over Fifty Awards. How how did you find out about that uh, the awards uh, initially? When you found out about the award um, that that you were kind of a winner, how did that uh, how did that uh, affect you? Have you been able to take advantage of any of the other um, offerings that the awards uh, have made available to uh, any of the winners?
Absolutely. Uh, work, work-life balance is uh, is important for everyone. But uh, as uh, someone, uh, you know, when you get over 50, you know, uh, certainly you you look back with certain regrets in some cases, and uh, often look for ways to make up for it and uh, to try to to gain back some of the uh, family time that you may have missed uh, because you were so busy before. Yeah. Um, so um, going uh, going forward, uh, if you were to be able to give any kind of advice to a uh, uh, somebody uh, in you know 50 plus who wanted to start their own business, what uh, what kind of advice would you give? Um, the number one piece of advice I give anybody in any kind of business um, um, is to build those relationships. It doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. There are other people who do the same thing as you do. There's probably an association, a professional association, or a, a trade association um, that is tied to the kind of work that you do. It's connected to them because they offer learning opportunities, they offer networking opportunities. Uh, you can't just think that the people are going to come to you. You, you have to reach out and you have to, to talk to others to learn and, and progress and get referrals. And have you been able to nominate any other uh, people for the uh, for the Wise Award? Or well, actually, I have, um, before nominating people, I have actually asked two or three people. I think it was three people if it was okay if I nominated them. I'm still waiting for them to get back to me because I know I have till the end of the month. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And we and anybody who's listening. Who wants to nominate? Uh, they just need to go to the uh, Wise 50 Over 50 Awards uh, website, and uh, anybody can nominate uh, a, a business owner who's 50, uh, 50 plus, and we encourage that. Absolutely, it's a, it's a great experience, um, and it's great to even even just um, the connections to LinkedIn and Facebook and talking to Wendy. Um, uh, it, it's right there you learn you learn things. Excellent. Well, Linda, I appreciate you uh, speaking to uh, to me today, and uh, good luck with uh, with your business going forward. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The Wise Fifty Over Fifty Awards 2018 Atlantic Canada Edition are a production of Podcast Atlantic. Links pertaining to today's show can be found with the show notes. You can find this podcast most anywhere you get your podcast, including iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. The program series was produced by Wendy Mayhew and Michael Boyd. Theme music provided by Dan Doriron. Nominations for the 2019 Wise 50 Over 50 Awards close July 31st, 2019. So if you want to nominate a new entrepreneur over the age of 50, please go to www.50over50awards.ca and click on the link to apply or nominate. Thank you for listening.